Today's podcast is brought to you by Something Blue by Anita Kay, specializing in wedding and event photography. Visit her page on Facebook. For those in love, capture those memories with Something Blue by Anita Kay. You're listening to the Unbridled Enthusiasm Podcast with Mark Poulos. This is the ride home. I'm coming home 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 Hello folks and welcome back to the Unbridled Enthusiasm Podcast. I'm Mark Poulos. This is an edition of The Ride Home. So it is uh, a strange Tuesday for the ride home. I was out on the road with uh, my good friend John Russell doing a week of shows. We uh, started in uh, uh, Lake Cavasu, then we went to Kingman, then Laughlin, and then finished up last night in uh, Pine Top, Arizona. It's a long week, a lot of driving, a lot of good stories, and... Thankfully, here on the program again to put in its two cents, Johnny Russell. Hey, everybody. How are you? So the week started out hectic at best. It was hectic. I stupidly decided uh, to save $20. And instead of taking the the 6 a.m. flight out of Minneapolis, I decided to take the 10 a.m. flight which got me in at two o'clock, not realizing that uh, not only did we have a two hour drive to the gig, that we lost an hour and the show started at seven. Yeah, well, you know, I was there and ready. I only waited for you for five hours in the airport. That was right, Johnny. (laughs) Johnny did take that 6 a.m. Any other flight. (laughs) I just want to point this out. Any other comics that may listen to this, headliners, this is the kind of guy that I am. I like to be at stuff early. Yeah. So everything uh, everything started out hectic because when I got there, the flight was a little delayed um, because I was in Denver and realized that they were going to be putting a veteran's casket on the plane and... You know, they had a lot of pomp and circumstance yeah, involved true. with it. A lot of uh, salutes and a lot of moments of silences, which, I mean, granted, should be done, you know, but not on my flight. <laughs> Slowed everything down. I got there a little late. I found Johnny. We got our bags. And then it was the adventure to the <laughs> rental car place because, once again... Uh, to save $40, I decided to go with this brand new rental car company called Fox Rentals, which is so new that they didn't even allow it to be a part of the rental car group that they send you to off of, uh, off of the airport. It was nice to wait in line for the bus. Uh, 20 minutes waiting for the bus. And then getting on the bus was nice because 
only the driver could handle your bag. Yes. uh, That didn't come out right. But still, uh, and then uh, we drove to the (laughs) position where normally all the other rental cars are, except uh, cheap uh, cut rate Fox uh, is another 20 minutes away. Yeah. In whatever city they're in. So it's like every single person that got on the rental car bus from the airport went to get their cars at the same place except for us and like two other guys we had to wait for another shuttle and at that point like we were running real close to uh the time to get there and so i just made the decision to pull the ripcord and get a taxi and go to the rental car company which say we got there at least five minutes ahead of the other two guys yeah so thankfully that really helps (laughs) So we were on our way, and about halfway to the gig, uh, I started feeling some rumblies in my tumblies. And when we finally got to the gig, I had full-on food poisoning from most likely the sandwich that I had for lunch at the Denver airport, mm-hmm. which was a uh, it was a turkey sandwich with pesto mayo and it had a spring mix salad on it, and it was on a ciabatta bun. Tasted great going in, not coming back out. Um, So I dealt with that pretty much the entire week. I mean, it wasn't until, I think, God, Sunday morning that I felt 100%. And tell them how you fixed it. Yeah, that was the funniest part was like, I was eating vegetables, I was eating oatmeal and crackers, trying to even myself out. And literally ground zero when things turned around and I evened out was when I had a jumbo Nathan's hot dog watching the football (laughs) game on Sunday. That evened me out and I never looked back. But that first night, uh, I've had some tough ones. I've had some tough, tough. I've talked about it. I think I did an entire podcast about all the times I've gotten food poisoning on the road. And my wife is convinced that it's not all food poisoning. It's just that I have a tender tummy. Oh, well, that's handy. But I believe it's all food poisoning. But most of the times it happens either when I'm uh, heading home from the gig or after the gig. Like, this is the first time that it hit, like, a ton of bricks minutes before the gig was supposed to start. Yeah, that was uh, uh, right before I went on stage. You were out uh, enjoying the parking lot. Oh, my God, man. I literally vomited in the parking lot next to a Prius minutes before I had to go on stage. It was just like, and here's Mark Pulos. Yikes. And I'm just like, I don't even know how I'm going to get through the show. I'm on stage. I'm obviously not a hundred percent. I'm just like saying words that mean nothing, trying to get a laugh. And in my, in my head, I'm like, I'm about to shit my pants. Um, and the worst part about that first bar was that they only had, they only had two bathrooms Yeah. and they were both onesies. Yeah. So there was like a time right before the show started where I was like, I gotta, I gotta go. And there was like four people waiting. And then I was like, man, I think I gotta make a decision here. I might have to, uh, run across the street to the gas station or something, but it was such a short show. Because Johnny was only doing... He wasn't even on the show, but yeah. they let him do a set so he could sell his merchandise. Um, so he was only doing, like, 15, and then I was doing, like, 45, and the show was over, so... And that was... A, to be to be fair, 
that was we we didn't know what to expect at that one. Yeah. Because it was a bar and a strip mall, but the place was jammed. Yeah, it was a lot of that. I feel like probably one of the best shows of the week, if not the best. Yeah. Even though I was uh, I was uh, pinching my butt cheeks together the whole time that I was up there. Oh my god, nothing worse than that. And then after the show, it, it's literally like that show was pretty much the nightmare scenario for anyone that has explosive diarrhea and vomiting <laughs> because the place is sold out. There's nowhere to sit except for right next to the kitchen. And whatever they were making in the kitchen was making me so sick to my stomach that I just had to stand outside. So we've got that. And then after the show, just a line of people that want to talk to us and buy shirts and stuff. And all I want to do is just get back to the hotel room, get down to my underwear and just lay in the bathroom until it all passes. So there was two women that wanted to buy a shirt that night and they just would not make up their minds on what they wanted. I literally almost punched them both in the face and just was like, you don't deserve shirts, we have to go. They finally made a decision and uh, we were out of there like uh, like lightning in a bottle, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, but that was, uh, that was a fun one. And then, uh, and that, that, yeah. that night, oh my God, man. I thought everything was fine, and then it was about, like, midnight. I woke up and threw up again, and it came on so fast that I didn't even make it to the toilet. Like, I threw up all over the mirror and all over the sink and all over the counter. Thank God I didn't have any of my stuff in there. I was like, yeah. man. I had to throw away everything that was on the counter. <laughs> I told Johnny in the morning, I go, I hope you weren't looking to take a shower because there ain't any shampoo or soap left in there. It's all in the trash. <laughs> But from there, we headed to uh, Kingman, Arizona, to the uh, the famous Ramada Inn that sits on uh, historic Highway 66. And you know they they should uh, they should make that more prevalent at the hotel because you kind of can't tell no, that it be... sits on Highway 66. <laughs> it's oh my god, everywhere, painted all murals everywhere, signs everywhere. Every... <laughs> They don't let you forget that you were on Highway 66. You know, one of the things that's funny about all I'm of sorry, this. Route 66. Route 66. One of the things that's funny about all of this is the nostalgia of, of some of these uh, places. It, it, it gets lost because people that know what Route 66 are or was uh, are, 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 you know, basically they're dying off. And so, that it, oh, it's historic Route 66. Anybody in this current generation, or if you're under 30 years old, you don't know what the hell that is. Yeah, no. I still don't know what it is. Well, and, and you loved it. Well, all I know is you got to get your kicks on, on Route, Route 66. 66. That's right. So we got to this place, and after, uh, after uh, uh, Lake Havasu... We were just kind of glad that it was a show where Johnny was actually going to be on the show and making money. So we got there. The hotel was nice. The people were nice. The room looked like it was set up perfectly for comedy. We got a free meal and everything. And, yeah. and we were we were pretty set to do the show. And then we got down there and we and we met Art. Yep. Art was uh, <laughs> Art's a dude. <laughs> he's uh, he's a gent. And uh, he's got the uh, the frosted tips yep. and a uh, radio guy. And 
Promotion guy. Promotion guy. I don't know if that place, has, <coughs> excuse me, has any idea how to do a comedy show. Well, let's just say that uh, it was set up nicely and uh, the, the, the inherent problem is that if you go to the comedy show, you sit at the tables and if you uh, don't want to go to the comedy show or, or decide you just don't want to pay for the ticket, well, they don't let you sit at the tables. So Yeah, that uh, was the thing, was the room was split, but not split by any apparatus like right. a curtain or anything. It was separated by, there was a big giant circle bar and then there was a bunch of like lengthwise tables in front of the stage. So if you sat at the lengthwise tables, you paid for the comedy show. If you sat at the bar, you didn't pay for the comedy show. Yeah, and 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 surprisingly, that uh, that that kind of became an issue. Yeah, they were really chatting. I think the thing that surprised me the most about that show was that there were people, they were watching. Oh yeah, but they had like zero energy and no response to anything. Yeah. They just stared at us. Yeah. I like to I like to uh, say that and describe that for people as like I was up there gutting a cat. I mean that's how they were looking at me. Oh my god, man! By far the worst show of the week. I think we yeah. can agree. Yeah, on I, that. I, I think that's true. Yeah. And then uh, I think the best of that show was uh, when you were wrapping up, Ugh. and uh, you literally said thank you, good night, and stood there for a full like forty seconds while Art got another drink. Wow. And basically it was like, I'll be up there in a sec. Like, just no no respect for the show whatsoever. Yeah. You know, people were chatting. It was just loud and everything. But, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. And the other, the other part about it is that's really, I mean, I guess the one thing that irritated me is, first of all, when he introduced me, he didn't get my name right. And he was making up shit. Yeah. It's not like you and I don't have legitimate credits. To yeah. tell an audience, and he chose just to make up shit. Yeah, that that is, you know, it does drive me crazy. Like when when you're doing a show and the host or whatever comes up, and you're like, Did, "Can I write you down a little intro?" Oh no, I got it. No, you don't got it. Yeah. Okay, let me write something down. That or when they read the entire biography on yeah. stage. Yeah. Mark started out his career in a diner, Minnesota, with a twinkle in his eye to be a stand-up commit. No one wants to hear this no. shit. They want to hear Fox live at Gotham. Here he is. They don't fucking care. Yeah. But we wrapped up that and uh, and made our trek over to Laughlin, or as I like to call it, uh, uh, Bizarro uh, Dimension, Las Vegas. Yeah, boy, that was. It's nice. Yeah, it's fine. It's. It's basically like uh, if you pulled the, the strip from Las Vegas in 1972 and just dropped it in Laughlin, Nevada is yeah. basically what Laughlin is. But the, you know, the people at the hotel are nice and uh, we get like 12 buffet coupons to uh, do whatever we like. Yeah. And I can tell you, I probably the reason that my stomach didn't come back as fast as it did was that fucking buffet. Oh, man. I, I, the, the last time I was there and I was talking to my wife about it, um, my good friend Joe Cocazello, he had made uh, a sterling observation about the buffet there. It, the buffet there basically tastes like 
they were making food with like uh, what the government gives you for free, <laughs> basically. Well, yeah, I, 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 this was my first time at that buffet, and so I get and a little. You're not a stranger to a buffet. No, you know, you and I have eaten at a, a few buffets at these casino shows, and you know that I like to go in hot. <laughs> I don't like to pull any punches. I like to go I, in hot. I, I like to, I like to, I'm like, I'm going for it. I'm not going to do this pussyfooting around with, oh, I want to take a spoonful and see how this tastes. Uh, but our, fir our first buffet that first day oh was was brunch, right? It was kind of no. like after lunch, well, before it was, dinner. It was, we were, we were there right at the very beginning of dinner, which I think yeah. is 3.30. So we hadn't done breakfast yet. And breakfast no. there is by far the best. Much not better at all than, of it, than but. The, because because the dinner I I saw a really attractive uh, shrimp penne, yep. uh, and I got that, and then uh, I also got some uh, some uh, brown rice and some chile verde, yep. and so I tried the uh, shrimp penne and it was very salty and yep. and it had a lot of uh, like southwestern seasoning in it. Okay. And then I took the uh, the rice and mixed it up with the chili verde and got it to a real good consistency. And I took a taste of that and it tasted exactly like the shrimp pasta. Um, <laughs> everything tasted the fucking same. Everything. The bread tasted like the fucking shrimp pasta. It was, it was. Well, I think it, that's what the, the most depressing thing about that buffet is. There is a variety, you know, they have home style, they have Mexican, they have Italian, they have Chinese, there's a bunch of different things. And you go and you look and like, the food looks appetizing. Yeah. I mean, they had um, some teriyaki chicken and like, uh, they had some lo mein noodles and egg rolls and stuff. And it all looks very appetizing. <laughs> and then you put it on your plate and you go back and it's either like three ways. It's either like, so overcooked that you could throw it through a window yeah. or it it has absolutely no seasoning and it just tastes like bread yeah and and the third way is just like it's way over seasoned and undercooked and it's just you know i don't want to talk too bad about the i guess we haven't even mentioned the name of the hotel so we're probably fine but i just don't know how they can make everything bad you know like um well let's take so that first that first meal like i had it was the first two nights it was uh their special buffet where as i do in air quotes um crab legs and prime rib uh which was their special buffet which costed if you didn't have a coupon 20 bucks uh 21.99 oh, per person it was gosh what the hell is this guy doing i don't know I don't know what he's doing. He's like stopped on the highway. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I had some crab legs and they were fine, yeah. you know, but they were small. So it like yeah. took forever to get any crab meat. And then the next night I had some of the prime rib and that that was red as hell, but he at least cooked it a little more for me. Yeah. But it, I, I just, I don't, I can't wrap my head around how every part of it is bad, <laughs> you know? Like, well, let's move to the breakfast because the breakfast wasn't horrible. Yeah. And I, uh, you have a dish 
that yeah. you enjoy at breakfast time. That I like to I, call it breakfast salad. Breakfast salad. I've never seen it before. So what you and do it is looks, it looks heavy. It's not it's heavy. It's heavy. very light. What you do is you take the hash browns, which they have, because they're light hash browns. They're very fluffy. Yeah. And you put that down on the bottom, and then you get some eggs. Uh, you can get the scrambled eggs or the Denver scramble, which basically was scrambled eggs that had a couple of chunks of ham in them. And you put that on, and then you get some uh, a couple of biscuits. And you get a couple of sausage links, and you get some bacon, and then you douse the whole thing with uh, sausage gravy, um, and then you enjoy. And <laughs> you, how many you, that first day that we did the breakfast? How many breakfast salads did you? I have? just had two breakfast salads because it was it was oh my god it was until but the, the second one wasn't a full one. The second one I had <laughs> I, I I experimented a little. I put they had some fritters. And so I took oh, a couple shit. of those little fritters and put them in there, and that yeah. tasted I, exactly the same as the as the biscuits. I, just, I always got excited by the breakfast there because the lunch and dinner was so horrible that they had uh, an omelet station where they would make a fresh omelet for you, and I was all over that shit. Yeah. Like I'd always walk right up, and I'd just be like, give me everything, all the veggies, put it in there. And I, I know I'm a weirdo, but I don't like cheese in my omelet. And the looks that I got from the people and the cooks there when I would say no cheese, like uh, I just I just killed a baby in front of them or something. Well, let me tell you how how, how this buffet works. I, I, you know, buffets generally, I can I can kind of keep track of my own stuff. I I, I just. I couldn't eat there on, on, was it Saturday night? Couldn't eat there. Yeah, you skipped Saturday. Couldn't skip, I, and I don't, did I eat there on Sunday night? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I did. I think you skipped two nights in a row. I went every night because yeah. what I was doing was uh, towards the end, I would just go down and give them my buffet coupon. I'd get a salad and a soup, and then after the show, I'd just get a sandwich from yeah. one of the actual restaurants. Sunday night, I guess I got pizza from that place, and they actually, the pizza was pretty good. Okay. So the shows that we had there, they uh, they do a show on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's one show at 7, and the show is uh, 75 minutes long. It's kind of a short show. Saturday, we came up against Toby Keith. That, that son of a bitch. Motherfucker. So our show was really light. Sunday, best show of the week, I think. Yeah. Uh, at least there. Uh, really packed. People had a good time. Um we met that one couple, I think it was Saturday or Sunday, that has two sets of twins. Oh, yeah. Which made me laugh. I'm like, holy shit, that's got to suck. You know? Yeah. They had a set of twins, and then six years later, they're like, maybe we'll have another baby, another set of twins. It's crazy. Yeah. And Sunday, we uh, we had a fun time. Uh, we sat and... Uh, oh, yeah, watching And just football. watched football in the sports book and enjoyed the sounds of the sports book. Which will be a, a podcast coming out very soon once I edit all the audio. Man, and there's uh, a ton of it. Oh God, what a bunch of nuts! Did down you get there. the? Did you happen to have the the your recorder? Were you recording when the guy came and tried to get my seat? Fuck no, I was not. Which was funny as hell, man. And we talked about it on the last. Oh one, yeah. But he was just like, "Can I sit here for a sec?" I was like, "No, my friend's there." Well, your friend's been gone for a while. <laughs> like, yeah, he has. He took a shit and he's getting donuts. Leave me alone. Yeah, God damn it. Why do I have to like keep tabs on my friend? How long? <laughs> how long can a seat stay open at the sports book? Oh, I don't know the rules, man. you know. 
And it's funny the shit that they bet on down there, man. Oh, like, yeah. Bet on everything. Like Better. first quarter, half yeah. points. First guy to break his leg. I don't know if they bet on that. You job. could. Come on. You could. They take Let's that get, action. This is a they serious take that podcast. Action. This is a serious podcast. Let's not fuck yeah, around yeah, here, yeah. all right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so we wrapped up our time at uh, in Laughlin. Uh, we, you know, saw some of the sites. We went to the outlet mall oh, for a day. That was awesome. Best, seriously, best thing about the trip, those freaking massage chairs. Oh my God, those were great. Oh man. One dollar, it was like we were getting a hand job from a chair. Oh my God, it was that crazy. One, that one little butt, like at some yeah, point like, in the massage, like a bump would come up at your taint. It's like, hello. And it's like, hey, get, don't get a, you get Nobody warned me about that. The taint bump, who's coming in there? <laughs> So we wrapped up our time and uh, the booker that books us on this tour is, uh, you know, they, they kind of sneak in this extra gig on the end, which is kind of shitty, but you know, whatever, it's extra money. But it's literally like Lake Havasu, Kingman, Laughlin, it's all within like 40 minutes of each other. And then on Monday, they're like, oh, by the way, you have to drive six hours to Pine Top, Arizona to do a gig. <laughs> And then turn around and drive back to Las Vegas to catch your flight. And you're like, well, all right. But, you know, it turned out to be a, a halfway decent show last night. I know you didn't actually like those people that much. Well, I liked the people fine, but they just, it, it was another one of those things where it's like, they laughed at stuff, but they, there was no sustained laughter. It was like, yeah. ha And it's just like uh, the Honda Casino in Pine Top. It's like this self-contained like city in the middle of nowhere like yeah. you drive through these mountain passes and then hello there's like a city you know and then there's uh, no cell service at all that uh, drove to me bonkers i can't believe that you know northern minnesota i know that you get up there and you don't have service i get that because yeah. that's very remote but well no i've never been to a place before like if you don't have cell service at least on my phone, you get the circle with the line through it, that there's um, no cell service whatsoever. I've never been to a place where I had four bars, but you couldn't make a phone call or take a text. All it, say, all it said was emergency phone calls only. Oh, so it like, just says no signal. That's weird. And even when we hooked into the Wi-Fi, we couldn't make any phone calls or do text. Sometimes right. when you hook into the Wi-Fi, they'll let you make Wi-Fi calls, but yeah. it's just a clusterfuck. Like, just no... Uh, you know, and my wife right now is eight months pregnant, so there, <clears throat> there's an immediacy for me to be in contact with home, and I got no contact. I'm just losing my mind. And then we have to do this uh, show in the casino where it's a free show. Yeah. Nobody pays for it. And my experience with the free shows is people just don't respect them at all. I think that's right. I mean, charge a dollar, charge two dollars. Yeah. Somebody has to take a dollar out of their pocket to pay for something. They respect it just a little bit yeah, at more. At least they're committed to it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, my show is fine. Then we uh, we hit the sack. And uh, well, now let's, it's the... Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's make one thing. Out of, out of anything that was bad about the, uh, the Honda Casino... Which really wasn't bad. I mean, the dinner oh, was yeah. the dinner was good. Yeah, dinner but, was nice. Uh, the dinner was great, and holy cow, those showers were awesome. Yes, those, those were the best showers I've ever been in ever anywhere. Yeah, we need to. Uh, 
So I was I was telling Johnny yesterday that the only shower that trumped the shower we had last night, and the shower that we had last night was uh, uh, it was like mosaic stone shower, walk-in. and the shower head walk-in shower, and the shower head was on the ceiling. Yeah, and it was gigant a gigantic shower head. So when you turned it on, it was like. It was raining atop you. Oh, it was And the, the spray was firm and the water was warm. It was an amazing shower. Yeah. The only shower that I was ever in that was better than that was uh, me and Cocazello did uh, the show. I believe it was called the North Star Casino, which was uh, a little bit north of Spokane, Washington. And it was just like so much fun like uh they treated you like a king there you know they brought your bags up to the room no charge uh you got to eat in the steakhouse and then the shower there had 10 shower heads man it had the rain shower from the from the top and it had the front shower like a normal shower and then it had uh eight shower heads that shot you from front and back. Oh my. So it was like you were in this vortex of shower water. Like it was insane. I've never had a shower where I was being hit by every angle. I think the only the only drawback from that shower I could that that I could even think of was one of the shower heads was positioned directly in front of my dick. Oh no. So it sprayed right at my dick. So I had to kind of stand to the side so it didn't for, spray my dick hole. Do, do, do you think for a normal person that might might have been around their chest area? I would assume so, yeah. yeah Normal-sized yeah. person, that'd be a belly button cleaner. Yeah, there you so. go. But yeah, I mean, it's amazing the small things that we get on the road that really turn a trip around. Oh, man. I tell you, that shower... That shower turned things around last night. I man. was, I, oh, I wanted to take. I was, I stayed in there a long time. Yeah, they must go through a lot of water at that Honda Casino, man. And and the best part too was like the water was, like I don't know if you've ever taken a shower someplace and the water that you're showering with just smells funky. Smells funky. It's greasy. Yeah, it's yeah. like uh, yeah. it's got like copper in it or something. Yeah, yeah. The shower was crisp. It was clean. And it was amazing. From spring water. It was really good, man. So now we make our uh, our long six-hour trek back to Las Vegas, drop off the rental car, take two shuttles back to the airport, and and we're on our way back to Minneapolis. Uh, you got anything going on this week that you want to promote, John? Oh, my God. What don't I have going on? Uh, on Thursday, I'm opening for Tim Bedore down at Goonies in Rochester. What? For one night only show. Nice. Yeah. And then Friday, I'm producing a show down in Chatfield, Minnesota uh, that Tammy Nerby's going to headline. I got a kid from Chicago named Logan Nielsen's going to be the uh, feature act there. I'm not doing any time. I'm just doing the show. That's one of my... One of my little producer show thingies. Nice. And then I go to the uh, Olympia Resort over in Oconomowoc, uh, Wisconsin. Uh, the first time I've ever been there. I hear it's that's a good a gig. Fun place. Me and Randy have done it twice now. It's a fun time. Do they? Do they like you guys? Loved us. Oh. They love it there. Well, then they'll probably hate me. That's probably true. This Saturday, the big show. I'll be at the State Theater with the Impractical Jokers. 
you haven't gotten your tickets yet, get them. I'm sure they'll probably go pretty quick. Uh, Thursday night, I'll be on uh, on the fly on uh, my TV. So check that out. Uh, check out largedrunkman.com for my upcoming dates. And you can get this at Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, anywhere podcasts are played. And uh, yeah, tune in next time when we talk about Crater short-term RV park, surrounded by a beautiful desert landscape. Pull into one of our 71 big rig-friendly spaces for the day. Get refueled and stock up on supplies. We also have individual showers, laundry facilities, a rec room, and free Wi-Fi. The Meteor Crater RV park is at exit 233, just off Interstate 40. Meteor Crater is open daily from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Experience the impact. The fun begins now. Media Crater Radio. Like a blinding light, boundless, blazing through the calm dark of a star-filled night. Meteor Crater. There's even more to do at Meteor Crater. Grab a bite to eat at our Subway Sandwich Restaurant. Pick up a souvenir. The gift shop is filled with everything from gems to postcards to Native American jewelry. And Meteor Crater has an RV park with a fueling station, convenience store, and more. Just off Interstate 40 at exit 233. Welcome to the city of Winslow. As you drive east on Interstate 40, take exit 252 for a trip down memory lane. Travel along old Route 66 through downtown Winslow. Stop on the corner and take your picture with the girl in the flatbed Ford. Within walking distance, you can visit the galleries, shops, and the old trails museum in the historic downtown. And then finish with a tour of the famous La Posada Hotel. Discover Winslow, a city in motion. At Meteor Crater. Meteor Crater. Meteor Crater. Experience. The impact. Meteor Crater is one massive crater. It's 550 feet deep, nearly two and a half miles around, and more than 4,000 feet across. 4,000 feet across. You can see this beautifully preserved asteroid impact site up close by taking one of our regularly scheduled tours. Travel along the paved Crater Rim Trail, now large enough to accommodate strollers and wheelchairs. This is Meteor Crater, south of I-40 on Meteor Crater Road, exit 233. Experience the impact. Meteor Crater Radio. Meteor Crater. In the Meteor Crater Discovery Center, kids of all ages can experience exciting activities and interactive learning exhibits. View a NASA space training capsule used by the Apollo astronauts. Meteor Crater. And don't miss the short film Impact, the mystery of Meteor Crater, playing twice each hour in the theater. It'll give you a glimpse into what happened here 50,000 years ago when an asteroid collided with the Earth at 26,000 miles per hour. All of this and more are included in the price of admission. Experience the impact. There has been increasing interest among the public and the scientific community in Meteor Crater. Have an RV? Visit Meteor Crater's short-term RV park, surrounded by a beautiful desert landscape. Pull into one of our 